I'm Jesse Porter, the Streets of Race champion of the world. Stay tuned for Settling on the Screen. expressed in the following show are for entertainment purposes only. They are not necessarily the views of Twin Galaxies, HD Films, or any other affiliates. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Settle It on the Screen. Uh, I am Michael Soroka, along here with, uh, hey, there he is, hey, I like, I like the reboot with, with Glenn Hofdyke. Uh, Nick Halslander couldn't be here today. Um, you know, family and stuff, Thanksgiving, all that good stuff. Um, Settled on Screen is the commentary show about the Twin Galaxies database, uh, world record chasing, all this, you know, video games in general, all that good stuff. So thank, for your, thank you for all joining us tonight here on our own channel on Settled on the Screen. Uh, we plan to be back on Twin Galaxies Live on our next broadcast. Uh, our next broadcast will either be next week. Uh, at 10 p.m. on Twin Galaxies Live, or it'll be the following week, uh, as uh, we are going to alternate with State of the Galaxies every other week on the Twin Galaxies Live channel. So it's one week Jace, us bitching about Jace, one week Jace, it, pretty much that's how it's going to be. So um, thanks for all for you joining us. How you doing, Glenn? Oh no, I can't hear Glenn. Glad, I can't hear you, buddy. I, oh, there we go. I got it now. That's okay. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Good, buddy? good, good. You, I understand you got a good topic to talk about later today. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. And yes, that is a chainsaw hanging above my head. That's pretty awesome. Oh, from the slaughter cave. That's right. Here, I'll, I'll, if I shut off the light, hang on. I don't think it's the light that makes me look like shit. I think I just look like shit. Oh, you know, it's just you? Yeah. Hang on. Now it's all dark. That's eh, fine. Oh, there you oh. are. There you are, Glenn. Put you, in, put, him, put you in my bottom left. There we go. What so, a... Um, we'll talk about, uh, we'll, we'll get to the world records here shortly. Um, if you haven't been to Twin Galaxies, uh, talk about some sad news. Um, Phil Younger has passed away. Um, a great gamer, uh, one of, uh, Joel West's, uh, friend. Quite a bit, he had quite a few scores on the Twin Galaxies database. Uh, oh, no, passed away November 20th, that, that's it. Still has the, uh, world record for, uh, Berserk on slow bullets on pattern play. Um, 401,130 so our prayers go out to his family um, and that's pretty much it sad to see him go I, I, I kind of told a little story I guess I'll tell it real quick for those of you who didn't read the article or the comments on the website um, I didn't know too much of Phil I met him once he was he, he wanted to inter we interviewed him for the show but then he didn't want us to po post his interview back in 2010 at the International Video Game Hall of Fame. He was, in he was inducted into the Hall of Fame at that point. Um, 
But uh, my little story was it, one night, it was Saturday night, you know, the last night after everything going on, and uh, me, Phil Day, Josh was on the show at the time, um, Todd Rogers, Steve Wiebe, and uh, who else? Oh, uh, oh, Fatality was with us. That's right. Fatality was our was our um, was our designated driver. To be honest with you, which was hilarious because then he wanted to play poker with us and take all our money. But nevertheless, we got back at the, to the hotel that everybody was staying in in a tumble around uh, around 2 a.m. And when we showed up at 2 a.m., uh, Phil. I want to say Joel West and a few others. Uh, Phil was installing Mame on the lobby computer in the hotel, and they're sitting there playing Berserk, <laughs> going <laughs> over things at 2 a.m. on, you know, not not on his own laptop or anything, but on the hotel's free use computer. They're sitting there playing Berserk with the keyboard. It was it was pretty. It was pretty funny to me. Granted, I was drunk at that time, but I do remember that about him. So obviously a gamer at heart. Um, so uh, obviously you're on the better side, Phil. Tip of the old cap. Yes. So as we honor him, we should honor some new champions. These are select world records uh, for the week of November, I don't know today, 27th, 2015. You ready, Glenn? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'll give you the first one. Come on. All right. Hang on. I can't do anything over here. Come on, Mike. I don't know. It's the computer. There we go. There we go. We got West Copeland from Illinois. PC Fallout 4 Red Menace. Points, 138,000 even. And in case you don't know, that's that Donkey Kong game that's on the new Fallout. Yeah, basically it's Donkey Kong, but green screen. So, the beta uh, version of Fallout 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the beta, beta version of Yeah. So does this record <coughs> technically count? Could this be subjective later with an update? You know, I don't know. Yeah, that, that does bring a good point. What happens if they find something that was bugged in this game and fix it later on? Yeah, was there a bug in the Red Menace game on your pivot? Exactly. Game? I don't know. Ooh. Uh, congratulations, Ryan Janelle of Aurelio, Ontario, once again, uh, taking back the Shaq Fu world record, 299,933 points, beating out, uh, I believe, I don't want to quote me, somebody from Roscoe. Texas by a couple hundred points. So I wonder if that one will go back and forth. Shaq Fu, I, I thought there was a rarity to those games because people destroy them on purpose, you know. But it depends. I mean that that wasn't really a rare game back in the day. But now people, it's well now it's rare because people destroy them on purpose. There's a website well, dedicated to it. But know. who knows, man? Who knows? We've seen know. people I mean, there's millions of copies of these games. That's true. It's not like everybody's destroying them. It's not like I go to my game store and I see five copies of Shaq Fu and they take them in the back and destroy them. That's true. I mean, I destroy Donkey Kong machines weekly, but still, people are still playing Donkey Kong. Whenever I go to the game store, like if it's in Madison or my semi-local one, they always have a copy. And the one in Madison always has multiple copies of it. Very cool. All right. We have, oh my god, I'm going to butcher his last name. That's okay. <laughs> Clay, Clay Karsuski. 
Fame Super Dodgeball points, 591,400. Super Dodgeball is awesome, too, by the way. Yeah, very fun game. He beat it about by 130,000 the previous record. Uh, obviously, he said it was his second trip through the game, and obviously you could tell he wanted to do more than that um, yeah. based on his submission. Um, a uh, Somebody new to the, uh, to the uh, scoreboard, Monty Mears from Roscoe, Texas, video game capital of the universe, uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System, Fury 2, tournament mode, 33,600 uh, points. That is an inaugural score. Um, so we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. And then back to another fighting game. Okay, we have Patrick Marr from Michigan, Nintendo 64, Mortal Kombat 4, Fastest Completion Master 2. Was that 6 minutes 47 seconds? Yes, that is correct. Yep. Wow. And that's all he's doing is uh, just every Mortal Kombat game. Most, Good job, uh, sir. Fastest completion. So uh, nice job for Patrick. Um, congratulations to uh, John McAllister. Um, on Atari 2600 Missile Command Game 4 Difficulty A, 15-minute limit. So basically you're limiting how fast can you get these points instead of playing for hours and hours and hours on end. 57,150 points for Mr. Asteroids. I like that that type of variation. Me too. I don't have to spend my whole life trying to beat it. Or I don't have to I don't have to I don't have to clear my schedule for the next nine hours and not have to worry about a phone call or anything like that. <laughs> All right, we have Mike Michael Dieter, yeah, Michael Dietrich from Dietrich, but Dietrich, yeah, I, I don't think I, I think we're right because he never tells me we're wrong. So, okay, we'll just say Michael Dietrich. Then. There we go. From yes. Arkansas, on the Commodore sixty four Jawbreaker, a hundred thousand three hundred points, and I think this is a very special score for this week, is it not? I don't know. Is it? Oh my God. He is our Wingstop Awards winner for the week. Awesome job, Michael. Nice job. Awesome. Another from our sponsor, Wingstop. Uh, they sponsored just a random drawing to uh, win. I think it's a meal. I don't know if it's ten bucks, fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. I don't know. Wingstop just sends out uh, gift cards for everybody. So uh, congratulations to Michael. And we got one more for this week. These aren't all the world records, but another Commodore 64. Um, Junior Pac-Man, 53,070 points on the emulated version from, uh, I want to say this correctly, Jeff McMuska. I, I, yeah, we, we talked about his pr pronunciation online. Uh, from Illinois, USA. Actually, I know uh, uh, Wes is not from Illinois. I screwed up on that. I left the text. He's from right Arkansas, there. isn't he? Uh, Wes? I don't know where Wes is from. I thought he was I from like, so. New England side. I don't know. But he's not from Illinois. But Jeff is. Congratulations to him. I believe that's the second world record. And also, that is our second Wingstop gift card giveaway for this week here on Settle It on the Screen. So, easy, man. That's why you got to submit to the uh, database. I mean, they do have to be world records, and, you know, they do seem to be random. But if you haven't caught on why you win a, win a Wingstop gift card, well, maybe you should message one of your friends. So, those are just select few world records. For the week of November 27, 2015, congratulations to everyone. So, 
Good, 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 a lot of Commodore 64. Actually, we want to say congratulations. Well, it isn't verified, but uh, we were rebroadcasting before our show. While we're getting ready for the show, we had, uh, what's, how do you say his last name? Dan Dan Desjardins. Am I saying that Dan, right? Dan Desjardins. Dan Desjardins, yes. He uh, broke, well, it's not verified yet, but he, uh, he definitely beat the world record on Frogger for the Commodore 64. Um, emulation only. I, I opened a can of worms with that, Glenn. I know, and that's amazing. I'm, I'm glad you opened that can of worms because that's a can of worms that needed to be opened. It was like, you know, these ungrandfathered scores, and I'm just like, I like playing Zaxxon. Let's try to get this to work. It's not a great score, but I, ever since then, it's just... There's it's, no reason for yeah, it to be grandfathered. Actually, uh, Michael Dietrich has a uh, another score um, coming up. It's, it's like over an hour long or something like that, so just some awesome gameplay from, from that side of it. Um, I guess, I, I know you got something to talk about, Glenn. Um, in terms of Twin Galaxies news, I'm just going to briefly talk about it. There's, uh, there's been some things about somebody cheated on a submission over at MARP, and uh, that score is made it in the Twin Galaxies database. And uh, there's, there's just, we don't know what's going to happen yet, if it's going to be removed or how do people prove it was cheated. It's going to be an interesting thing. So you should guys definitely go over to the forums. We actually announced it on our, on our uh, show here. We said it was a world record. So. Oh, my God. We, even we messed up Yeah, sometimes. so we'll find out if it's truly a world record or not, and we'll, we'll let you know. It's the Galaga 20 million score on May. Oh. Yeah, and... Uh, so, I, you know, when I when we announced it, I'm like, man, that's awfully high considering the people that we know that play that game, yeah, but that are able to to do the five man record, like, you know, yeah. But when you do the average per per ship, it's definitely doable. I mean, if you take um, Andrew Laylaw's five man ship on Galaga and average it out over a marathon, he would have like 28 million. So, I mean, it's yeah. not like it's, it's not unheard of. It's just from the current competitors. But that's averaging out a score and not figuring in, like, taking breaks or anything like that. Or just, like, yeah. mental fatigue. or That's just automatically assuming the guy plays like a robot the entire time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't verify it. I didn't vote on it or anything like that. So, I don't, I don't know. The people at Marp said he cheated. We'll find out how that comes over to here. If people show how he got cheated, I guess they don't want to show how he cheated because then more people might cheat. Um, it was manipulation of the INP somehow. Is is what is my reading? Go ahead and read the forum. Don't don't quote us here. Um, but I, I trust Marp though. I mean, but, they know their shit. They've been in the game for a long time. And that's what they're saying is they've gone back and they've seen that that's not a valid score. So, And maybe that's well, the reason I brought this up is uh, a lot of people, uh, for especially me, I know I'll be doing it shortly, but have video. An IMP is great, but maybe have another layer of evidence, you know, have video evidence of playing yeah. uh, the game. I mean... When it comes down to all these games, people argue over direct capture and editing the direct capture video and splicing it together. If you just have a running camcorder on a screen, maybe shows your controller if you can. You know, I, it, it always removes all doubt. So if if you're afraid you're going to submit a score and someone's going to accuse you of cheating, I, I always say 
maim anything. It just just show you actually playing it that makes evidence a world of a difference, you know. But that's just me. It's not that hard. I mean, like I when I was submitting, I had invested about thirty five bucks. That's what I had to invest in. Yeah, to be able to do the split screen, like the direct capture, yeah, and the uh, video. Yeah, and you don't need to have like how we have it set up here. A lot of people will have, you know, you can have two separate cameras. You don't have to edit them together. You know, you could have, you have your, you could have a direct capture recording device. You don't have to stream it. You could just have another camcorder, and then you could, you know, upload two separate videos. You know, if it's if you don't want to go through the computer hassle and the Twitch hassle, you know, there's still a way to do that. Um, you know, a web camera costs a couple bucks, and if it's a short record, use your iPhone or use your Android phone. I mean, our most of my submissions are from my uh, iPhone 4, not even the 4s, and. You know, you can see what's going on. You know, so I have a razor. Uh, I know, I know, Glenn. You don't have a cell phone that allows us <laughs> to view video, but you have yeah, awesome, you, know you have an awesome setup when you do submit. So, my uh, my uh, phone is pretty uh, outdated. What year? Two thousand six. I think this. Yeah, this one is. I upgraded my old flip phone to one that came out like a year later, so it's like 2005, 2006. Damn, dude, that's awesome. Did you, I'm assuming you had to buy new batteries, right? No, man, these things are awesome. Really? You've dude. never had to buy a new battery? No, they're flip phones, dude. I mean, I had a flip phone, and... This thing is like the most durable thing ever. It's going to survive the nuclear holocaust, and... If I charge it up all the way, I don't have to recharge it for like two or three weeks later. Oh, really? Hmm. All right, Glenn. We were talking about this before the show. Since we really didn't have too much subjects, I'm just going to play some po a Rad Racer poorly. We're going to get into some Fallout for those of you who do play new games. I mean, it's the hottest game out there right now. Um, uh, it's know. not really it. It's just something that ir that irritated yeah. me when I read it. Okay, so but you're telling me about the show. I'm intrigued. I said save it for the show. How do you play Drunk Rad Racer or the drinking game? Oh, the drinking game. Yeah, the one that me and Hans invented. Yeah, walk me through it's, it. It's it's amazing. Um, it's pretty simple. Every you have one guy play the game, and the other guy is the drinker. Every time the dude passes a car, you take a drink. Oh, God, but, that's a But if you wreck, you have to take all the drinks you passed out. Wait a minute, one more time. So let's say you were driving right here, okay, right? I'm driving, yeah. And you pass a car. That's one drink. Three that's drinks. Two drinks. That's three. Okay, so you would have to drink four drinks, by, or almost four right now. Four. Yep, four Shots, not not a whole can of beer, obviously. Okay. And what we what we consider is 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 every twelve cars, is, you have to chug a beer. Okay. Announce every time you pass a car, it's an ounce. Okay. Yep. But if you wreck, you have to you have to take all the drinks that you passed out. Okay. So. And you don't take you don't drink till after the the uh, course is over. Oh, okay. I see how that goes. So, 
Yeah, you still might complete the course, but you might be, you might, you guys both might be drinking at that point. Yeah. Because you, yeah, like you might drink the first twelve, or well, I'll drink the first twelve cars I pass, but then I pass another thirty-six cars and finish without crashing, and then you drink. Them. Yeah, and then after you crash, though, all the drinks that you passed out, you're kind of null and void. No, well, yeah, because I drank them at that point. So now yeah. I have to drink. I have to drink. It kind of, like, restarts it. Yeah, so now I have to drink. So if you're not yep, good... You'd have to drink all the drinks okay. that you passed out. Okay. okay. I'm, so you're not going so to have to drink tonight, because I'm not even going to pass the first level here on Rad Racer. But like I like I told you though, man, the worst thing you want to do is really, really, really well and then fuck it up, because then you're gonna get tanked. Yeah, but I'm gonna get tanked anyways. Every time I crash, I have to drink. <laughs> That's the maybe, thing. Maybe it's better for better for me. Me and Hans would play it, and we were both pretty pretty damn good at this game. Okay, so that that makes it a little bit more. That's why we made it into a drinking game. You don't make a drinking game into a from a game that you suck at. Yeah, because I would be. Ham I, I mean, I'd be just. I've already chugged a bottle of wine by this point. <laughs> my, I'm not. Even, I, I think I would have to drink a whole case because I'm not even gonna make it to the first checkpoint. And I, I also don't condone any drinking and driving unless it's in video games. Only, only if it's in video games. Yeah, and if you're playing a video game, the only way to drive is to drink. Ridiculous. Well, that, that I doubt I'll be ever playing that game, but uh, for those of you at home, need a way to drink with your friends, get out Rad Racer. Do the uh, Ninglendo drinking game. We can play it one night, Mike. Next time we meet up, MGC. Then I have to do a lot of practice on Rad Racer. Practice up, or, good sir. Otherwise, I'm going to be puking my guts out. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. You can play video games drunk anyways. I know. That's, that's yeah, why it's so a great I just make you game. drive. That's all. And hopefully you'll crash sometime. Oh, once you get to the later levels, you're at least guaranteed a crash. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Unless you were playing it, like, religiously every day. Yeah. Oh, Okay, Glenn. Because the game has a ridiculous like like difficulty curve. The first the first level is not too bad. Second one's not too bad. And then it like spikes, and then it really spikes like six level in. I'm already frustrated with it. I just got it at a garage sale two weeks ago. Come on. So, Glenn, all I've been playing is Fallout 4. Have you been playing Fallout 4? No, I boycotted that game. Why would you boycott such, an, such, a, such a big game? Because I don't have a very uh, good history with Bethesda and their releases. Oh, that's not great. And, and the quality of their games is going downhill. What's the last Bethesda game you played? The last one, Skyrim. Okay, you played Skyrim, okay. What's the one you played before that? New Vegas. Okay, so you did play the Fallout one. Okay, I, I get... I get Dude, that. I've been playing their games before they did Daggerfall. Okay, I, I those two games I could definitely see 
I've been playing their games for almost 20 years, so if I want to boycott them like 18 years into me being a customer of them, I have the the right to do that. Yeah, I, yeah, okay, okay. I see your point at that. We they used to be a way different company. Well, yeah. And it, it's sad that, like, like the newer generation isn't going to be able to even see, like, what kind of company that they used to be, but... I used to... Oh, I think we lost Glenn. Glenn? Did we lose you? It looks like we lost Glenn. So we'll have to get him back on the line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bubble Bobble. I went, yeah, I had to go. To, I couldn't stand playing Rad Racer and just stinking for everybody here live. I don't know. Maybe I just cut Glenn off because I found I found out Fallout Four is awesome. I'm sorry. I think it's a lot of fun. I haven't had any problems with it yet. Um, oh, here he is. He's back. Hey, Glenn. Hey. Hey. I think it was Bethesda cutting off the feed there on purpose. Oh. They didn't want... <laughs> I see Dan's telling me that's hilarious. They're after me now because I don't like their products anymore. Yep. I mean, I, I we were talking off-air beforehand. I do think it is with the generation of games we're in right now that... Dude, a crash is inevitable. Yeah. Eventually, it's all gonna the bubble's gonna burst. Yeah, just like right now. Yeah. And it, 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 the more that like, okay, this is the thing that pissed me off the other day when I read it, and it was uh, uh, Bethesda just released a new patch for Fallout Four, and when, when they released the patch, they said, "Here's the patch to our beta." And they called it their full retail $60 game a beta. Yeah, this what? is supposed to, when, when you release a game at full retail price for a console mm -hmm. for three different platforms, it's not a beta. That's the finished product that you're yeah. coming out with. And when you call something a beta, what that's really doing is like, oh, if we release something that's bugged and broken for some people, we can just fall back on that and be like, well, it's just a beta. Which, uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't worry me, like, as much with Bethesda doing that. <laughs> Excuse me. If some, like, lower companies Starts doing get the same wind thing. of what Bethesda's doing, and they start to do it and release, like, really crappy quality games and go, well, it's just a beta. Yep. I, I, I want, uh, we're talking about now, you know, you know, they're, they'll, you know, they fix these games over time in the new systems with patches. Um, but the thing I fear is what happens if you do get an awesome, awesome, awesome game. And it's, uh, you know, it was patched and it's still really good, but you bought the retail disc copy of the, di of the game. And it's 20 years later, all right? It's, let's talk about, you know, Atari, people playing television. Um, you know, people still play those games. Let's think 20 years in the future. And, you know, your hard drive fails or whatever. 
and you can't re-download the patch. You know, you basically have a broken game in the future. Or if you don't have an internet connection, you have a broken game. I think it would be nice if companies like Bethesda... Oh, hang on, I gotta get this D. Uh, oh my god, I suck. Um, that they would re... You know, once the game is really finally done with all their patches and stuff, that people who bought the game get a brand new disc. Even even this, even even do this. Like when you buy your retail purchase, opt in for like an extra like if you want to spend an extra dollar or two and then get that opportunity to get a new disc. Let's say when they they release like the final version. I think it should be free. I mean, and then that pays for their fucking 70 cents and the shipping of the disc. Yeah, that's true, yeah. They're not going to give it away for totally free. This is yeah, the game. That, yeah, that's fine. But, I mean, you're still... You know that. Yeah, that's fine. But, I, uh, like I said, I just want something permanent in my gaming collection that will always work, you know? Frick, look what Nintendo's doing with, with the Amiibos. They found a way to make... A, costume packs for their games and sell them with a physical item and people eat it up nice there you go but like that really really made me mad because then i started thinking like what happens if one of these crappy companies release a 60 dollars game like the incident with uh what happens if warner brothers did this with their batman release and said well, screw you guys. We're not going to give you a refund because the game is in beta. Yeah. Even though you paid $60 and we released it. Yeah, that's true. Do you know how pissed off people would have been even more? Because people already bought a broken game. But if they if they were to call it a beta and, be, and fall back on that, they wouldn't give anybody a refund. Yeah, that's true. Data, I saw you I saw you uh, signed in on Skype. If you want to more than welcome to join us, you can join us as well. Feel free to. I know you're watching. I saw you sign in. I can add him. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to. I just saw him add in, so. Well, if he doesn't want to, you can deny the call. That's right. That's true. You see how that works? Because I know he's playing Fallout 4. Ah! Oh. Their quality of their games, though, is the other thing. That... Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll be the other side of the, of the field here. I love it so far. I've only, I have had one problem with the game. It was like, literally, it sucked because it wasn't the first like 30 minutes of me playing. Um, I uh, I killed one of the the roaches or one of the, the bees. The, the, the real simple, uh, um, what do you call them? Simple guys rad to kill. Roaches. Yeah, rad, it wasn't a rad roach. It was the fly, the boat fly. I oh, killed yeah, a boat fly out in the middle of the wasteland, and as soon as I got the kill, it shot my character, I guess, to the highest elevation point in the game, and then I just fell to my death. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it was a broken, it was really funny. I wish I was recording it, but, um, but that's the only problem I've had. I haven't had any broken parts of the game. Everything still seems to work fine for me. Now, when I say broken, like, I don't mean, like, glitch-wise, but system-wise, like, the, the way that they do things, mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to break Skyrim than it is Oblivion. 
and I'll sure. explain why. Because the more stuff that you add upon, like, your crafting systems and stuff, the more easier it is for players to break items. See, Oblivion, how you could break the game was through their create-a-magic system and enchanting mm -hmm. armor and stuff. Well, with Skyrim, they expanded on that formula, and so it's a lot easier to break that system. Like, I have a guy right now that's walking around with armor that's giving him 32,000-plus stats to some things. Hmm. Because you can just break... with el If you get alchemy, enchanting, and blacksmithing up in that game, you can break the entire game, oh, like, okay. completely. You can just stack potions... Like uh, that boost your your enchant or your uh, blacksmithing quickly make that piece of armor while you have like extremely high boosted stats, and then make a potion that gives you like enchant like crazy stats. So you can end up like, and you can just keep stacking this like over and over again. And and as pretty much as as much as you want to stack something, you can in that game. So in like an hour, maybe two hours, your guy can be a walking god at like level two. Well, I guess not level two because every time you do stack stuff, it does increase levels. But at a very low level, your guy can be a walking god. But yeah, I think that is crap that they said it's in beta. That's that's not. They shouldn't be saying that. They shouldn't ever. They should never have said that. Even if it is, in their minds, beta. They should never have said that. Everybody's excited for the like when patches come out and stuff. I don't get that. You should. You don't be, have to say like it's in beta to make. You shouldn't. That is like crap. You shouldn't be excited about patches. You should be excited just to play the game, the right way. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. Yeah. I know sometimes patches are like afterthought ideas, you know, which make the game better that they weren't. Oh, I got the shoe and I'm gonna die here because it's too fast. Oh, oh, I did it somehow. Come on. Nice. Well, yeah. Look at Diablo two, for instance. They're still patching that game to this day, yeah. and they're just implementing stuff that fans want. Yeah. Like, they gave them, I think it was like four years ago, they gave them the ability to reallocate skill points, and that was after the game had been released for over ten years. Ah! So what game are you guys talking about? Fallout. Well, we were talking about Fallout, but now we're, Glenn was doing an example. Oh, man. It's just how new games... And, I, and, then, the, and then, then it went to Skyrim and how you could break Skyrim. Right. They can break all these new games, more or less. Do you, do you think that there's going to be any new super popular games like that that will automatically have a tie-in to Twin Galaxies for scorekeeping? You, that was, to be honest with you, uh, a, I mean, because I didn't talk about it now because I'm not under a non-disclosure act of two owners ago, but that was uh, some talks with Twin Galaxies a long time ago that things would be implemented in the game uh, via leaderboard, you know, all games have leaderboards right now. Right. You know, so, you know, the ones with scores, obviously Fallout 4 doesn't have a leaderboard, but that was, you know, part of a marketing type of plan that it'd be integrated at that point. 
But then people can break those systems. I mean, people people break the leaderboards on iOS every day. A new game comes out, and you go on Game Center. That's like, uh, son of a... Um, I gotta stop talking and playing at the same time. You know, you'll see these ridiculous scores within hours of the game's release. You know, on the App Store, and you know, so would 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 Twin Galaxies be able to actually do that in game? I don't know. But, I don't know, man. That's a tough. That's a. It's a lot of liability. Know, topic because look at the leaderboards on Xbox Live and stuff. Usually, yeah. the top score is a hack. Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. Like Championship Pac-Man, it's like a ten billion. Point score in five minutes. Yeah. And the thing I like about how the reason, kind of, the main reason why I like, you know, people like, why why do you stick around Twin Galaxies? Why do you think, obviously, your rock band score, Mike, isn't the highest? And I go, the reason why I submit to Twin Galaxies is it has the, you know, as of today, more or less, the, the best adjudication system, you know, the most proving worth, you know. For example, if you want to know who's the world record holder, most of the times you get a screen name, right? You don't get yeah, an actual so. name. So that's kind of the, in my opinion, the big thing about Twin Galaxies provides is actual recognition of that person, you know. And I know some people are like, I don't want recognition. Well, then don't submit. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you from a, you know, I'm, I'm not a hardcore gamer. Yeah, However, I've been playing video Talking games since I was seven. Right, like since the, like 1977. You're like the best and main I, player out there, dude. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. Go on. I'm just being a, just being a jerk. <laughs> okay. He's so, just stroking your ego. Yeah. Well, I used to babysit for a dollar an hour just to get four video games, right? They're a quarter apiece. Lived near a bowling alley, had an arcade. All my money went there. I even used to steal quarters from my parents to go play arcade games. I loved them, right? Your parents and still alive? Oh, yes. I'm going to tell <laughs> They're them. They're not watching. I'm telling them. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I paid them back. The, uh, With interest? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, okay. So anyway. <laughs> I, I still steal quarters from my parents. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's easier <laughs> okay. nowadays. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go so, ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Just kept... So then I got a Nintendo, and I used to rationalize, you know what? If I spend 40 bucks on this new game, that's like 160 arcade games I won't be playing, so that's good, right? So I used to, I used to equate, you know, I can buy a new cartridge as long as I didn't go to the arcade X amount of times. So that's, you know, I loved video games, and then I had Super Nintendo and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But then when I got married and had kids, I stopped playing video games for years. Mm -hmm. But now they're getting a bit older, and now with Twin Galaxies, I have to tell you, it is exciting to record, say, a Robotron score. I mean, I'm pathetic, right? But it's exciting to record it. To like, And my, my career has always been around computers. So I, I love video games because I love computers. I love what they do. So being able to set up OBS software, record you know, with a web camera and all this jazz, get the video using MAME, using the, getting the IP, getting all that jazz uploaded to Twin Galaxies, it's a little bit intimidating. But now that I've done it, I'm starting to feel the the hook of it it's like wow this is fun people oh, yeah. can see my pathetic attempt they can vote on it i get to chat with it and i feel really good you know it's mm -hmm. like i i i you know it's like a little micro tv show and it's just me talking but then i know three or four other people are going to watch it and maybe laugh at the things i say because i watch it with my son later on and i forget about the goofy jokes i made right like oh wow that was pretty funny you know it's a fun experience and and i'll tell you 
for like I don't know three months, eight months or something. I had a PSI score of twenty eight, whatever that meant. It was it was nothing. It was pathetic. But now I'm up to two hundred and fifty. I was like, wow, that's Damn. like a lot better, dude. You're almost and, up to my level, and I've been playing for too many years. Well, there you go. And, and so so it, it's <laughs> I really encourage anyone out there who's not as good as me to play on the same track, so I'll get more PSI. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's fun. And but I'll tell you, who's the console gamer of the century, right? Who claims to be the console gamer of all time? Rudy Ferretti. Guess what? His PSI 800. I'm a third of that, and I'm a nobody. So guess what? Either he's well, as good as he well, says he's I, 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 I don't want to toot can't. your own horn on that aspect. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> saying that. You just said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how uh, accurate is that title in the first place? But oh well, yeah, but I mean, you know, it's it's part of the game, right? Yeah, it's part of. Part of the, oh, uh, the bravado and oh, you want to be the best. So now I'm starting to taste that. And tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, lay down a wicked score for Exerian, because I beat the arcade record of Exerian a year and a half ago. I, I uh, now it, ah, hasn't, it's, it, it sat there for 27 years or something. I beat it by a lot, like by 200,000 points. People on MAME have completely blown away the score, right? But on MAME I'm doing pretty good too. So it's gonna be exciting to get up there. I know I'll get a top 10 score easily. And there's probably like 30 people who have scores, so that's a lot of PSI. Yeah. You know? So I'm starting to, to really get into the, the, you know, the groove of it and to want that PSI and to play more and to upload more. It's, it's, the community is, is catching on and it's getting addictive. All right, well, it's addictive. Three years ago, I, I was trying to, there wasn't like the PSI has been obviously it's still changing about how it's going how it's being affected but back in the day um i want to say five years ago the, the the version of a psi in twin galaxies was just having the most records you yeah. know because there was a leaderboard on the, uh, and some of them were like five thousand, and you know those are just you know one tracks and, and a lot of mine are still that that's why my psi is actually lower um you know, then some people should think it is, but oh, what's that? I've never done that before. Um, you know, because I, I really only have world records on 37 games, everything else is just tracks, you know, just guitar hero here, rock band this, you know. But uh, I forgot I was going with that, but uh, it's still it, well, it, it, oh, it, was, it was the same experience you're going through right now. I was just yeah. trying to get as many records as possible. You know, you're kind of doing the yep. same thing. You're trying to build the PSI. And to be honest, that's why I broke out the NES, is I kind of wanted to submit some scores on NES where there's quite a few, you know, submissions. I know I can't get first place because I'm not known in Glendo, but, you know, I can get maybe third or fourth, you know. It's fine. I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get second place though. on this game. I'm trying to get second place on uh, as, as easy oh. as it is to get addicted to setting high scores, it's very easy to get burnt out on it, too. What? No, what are you talking about? Burnt out? Come on. Come on. Mike, you've went through that phase, too, right? Yeah, I'm still kind of in that phase. I don't I don't, I don't, don't have the excitement to... Sometimes I'm like, uh, do I really want to get out the camera? Uh, I don't know. I'll just play Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> now, no, I, I agree with you, Glenn. Yeah, there's... Definitely for not. me, for me, like I was setting scores there for a while and stuff, and doing high high score runs, but it it's taken away from 
what I really enjoyed about the games, and that's just coming home and relaxing and playing a game instead of worrying about how long can I play this game. I have to set aside some time now, and then I have to <laughs> sit there and focus completely for, like, God knows how many hours to get this score. Yeah. I agree. Like, I haven't I got... I mean, it's, it's a great feeling once you get your first one, because then you want, you want another one. Oh, yeah. Well, I bet I can do that game. You start looking through scores, and you're like, oh, I know I can beat that one. I can beat that one. And then you start planning ahead. But eventually, you get so much on your plate, and then it's just like, you got to take a break every now and then. Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you, I'm pretty proud of my space tactics world record, you know, because yeah. <laughs> I got two world records now. Space tactics, I stole from, you know, my old friend at Wingstop, and uh, that felt pretty good because the <laughs> INP does not play back. And I was able, using uh, modern technology, recording the video play, I was able to convince the people in the adjudication process that the video in this case should be acceptable because I showed the dip switch settings. I did everything that you'd normally do. And the, you know, the IP was available. They could validate, they could verify everything. It just didn't play back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I was very happy about that. And the other one is, uh, I got a world record in the noob track for Robotron. So it's like the easiest setting possible. I got the world record. <laughs> so I'm not proud of that, but it is fun. Well, you um, started it. You got to start it. Otherwise no one else is yeah. going to start it. Now, I'll tell you, uh, um, what Glenn was saying about sitting down, well, how much time am I going to, do I got eight hours to play this game and yada, yada, yada. What I do, I like playing games like Robotron because they're fast. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't last long, put it that way. So yeah. it's not a huge investment of time. The longest game I play is probably 1943 where it takes like 40 minutes or something. And that's a long time. There's many times I go, oh, I don't have that kind of time. I'm not going to play that game. But Exerian or uh, Nova 2001 is a really fun game. You guys should try that. It's 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 like Robotron, but with a spaceship. And, uh, you know, games last five, ten minutes, whatever. Uh, and I made a track on the hardest setting, so it doesn't even last that long. There you go. Very cool. Uh, just That's why I started getting into speedrunning, actually, like recently over the past year or two, is because I don't want to sit there and play a game for over 20 hours. I can get it done and over with in under an hour, maybe under two hours. Hey, 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 Aaron, I saw you in the chat. We did not talk about your scores. I am super excited to talk about your scores, um, but we won't talk about them until they're verified. So uh, at that point, just to, just to give you I'll a heads up. I'll talk about them. Well, you he can cheated. talk about them, yeah. But, uh, he cheated. He wasn't even a fun spot. The guy doesn't even have a passport. He can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll definitely, I'm super excited to announce those. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed watching them, too, so. Not to say we're forgetting about you. Normally, we just have a thing that we uh, want them verified before we really start talking about them. You know, especially me. I don't have any. I don't know anything about that game other than watching you play, and it's awesome. <clears throat> but yeah. But I'll I'll tell you this: the most fun I've I've had playing video games is just a has been recent, and that is. I, since I've been speedrunning games and stuff, I got a couple other buddies that are speedrunning the same game as me. And it's just awesome to get on Skype or just to, like, stream, and they'll stop in, and then you can just talk about the game and stuff and learn with another friend. Oh, yeah. Like, how to play the game. 
and race each other and stuff like that. That's what I've been really having fun with. My, my favorite was p playing a pinball arcade with you guys. Yeah, exactly. I, it's just, That's so much fun. You guys would tell me the little tricks that I'm doing wrong, and it's awesome. That's the most fun I've, I've had playing games. and like way, It goes way beyond just playing a game by myself and setting a high score. The most fun I've had is, like you said, playing pinball arcade with you and Nick. Oh, come on. Sorry. Oh, we lost them again. Skype just does not want to be our friend tonight. Maybe uh, they really don't like Glenn over there at Bethesda. They're talking to Microsoft. Uh, I don't want to stop my gameplay. I'm actually playing really well. When I get a point, I'll, I'll break. Oh, come on. Alright, I, I get it going again. Get it going again. I'm having a great run, guys, so I can't, like, I, I gotta keep it going. Mm hmm, mm hmm. I got a safe spot here. Alright, let's get that Skype going. Yep. Hey, you guys are off the show for a while. You guys what? there? You guys there? Oh, yeah, we're here. Yeah, you're back on. Some. <laughs> you, you missed the best part of the whole. I know. That's what I'm saying. I Glenn just got into it, and I was like, son of a. Yeah, Skype. Well, Skype. in summary, we were talking how awesome Skype is to be able to, uh, <laughs> you know, communicate with friends from around the world while you're playing games. It's it's well, just it's, obviously it's an awesome experience. Yeah, it works well too. Yeah, well, it never it works for us. Never fails. It, seems. <laughs> it it fails when you run like a bunch of crap programs at once on your computer. You're stroking. Okay, I'm running XSplit. On a yeah, that's a crap. I'm not running a Mac. Oh, I'm using a Mac. Macintosh. With Windows yeah. 7. So it's really running Windows 7. <laughs> and Chrome is watching our broadcast. And that's it. There's nothing else. And Skype. I don't have anything else installed on this computer because it's only for broadcast purposes. And I'm going to die. Only for broadcast purposes. But yeah, that's seriously the most fun that I've had is just playing, let's say, A Link to the Past with Esto and Tudos, or even having that, that Lunkerthon that we had a year that ago. That was fun. I'm going to die here. Four friends playing a fishing game competitively via Skype. You can't get much better than that. Yeah. Uh, I tried to use OBS, but OBS doesn't let me do what I need to do when we're with Twin Galaxies Live. They won't, OBS will not go out to, uh, yes, I should be using OBS, but, uh, when we're on Twin Galaxies Live, I cannot use OBS to transmit to their studio, so, sorry. I know, I am using the noob software. 
It happens, Nate. Uh, I'm going to go grab the beer. Cool. Oh. I bought oh. some software called uh, SparkleCam mm-hmm. for like, I don't know, 80 bucks or something. And that's what lets you put all kinds of different distortion effects in that. And, but what I like about it is it intercepts the web camera and then feeds that to Skype. Because I could not do that with OBS or anything else. Well, that's why we have, that's what, that's exactly what I'm looking for. You should, uh, what was it called again? Sparko Cam. Sparko Cam. Yeah, Sparko Cam. Now, it was, I probably paid 80 bucks. That includes lifetime upgrades. And if you can see the video now, that's what I'm using to, you know, pop a TV screen here and distort yeah. my face. Well, you can do multiple cameras and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, I've seen your submission. So, so yeah, that that's what I need because the uh, X split actually costs you fifteen bucks every three months, so it's not well, well actually not to, economical. To do the um, to do the video game recording, what I do is is I use OBS for that. Huh. But to inter- when I'm on Skype and I want people to to see a different view, like I do the the green screening effects and things like that. Uh, Sparkle Cam is great. It's it's an awesome piece of software, but it's it's not cheap. No. Ah, oh, son of a. It's doing so Sparky. well. <laughs> oh, come on! Eighty guy looks like one of those garbage little kids. What? Kind of. My wife is right standing right beside me, wondering. She's asking questions. She doesn't realize this is a live broadcast around the world. Around the world. The world. Hey, Aaron, um, I'll contact you. Maybe if you get your Skype com- uh, camera up, we could talk to you about your anyway, your trip to Fun Spot. Anyway, gentlemen, I got I to gotta run. The commander is here, and I got my marching orders. Okay. Okay. Nice talking to you. Great chat with you guys. Yep. Talk to you later. See you. See you later, Bye. Bill. Bye-bye. Yeah, Aaron, we'll have to hear about the trip to Fun Spot next, either next week or the week after. Oh, oh. Oh man! Oh man! I I thought I was doing well, but now I'm kind of having a brain fart. Come on! Well, you can Skype in right now, Aaron. Yeah. It's open to everybody. Just add me, Ninglendo, on Skype. Pretty easy to find. Yeah, can't miss out on that one. Well, we'll t- oh, we see you're heading out, so we'll we'll definitely set something up for you to come in. Oh, here we go. Oh man, I missed it. I was gonna end our broadcast right now because it's been an hour since our restart, but why would we have to end our broadcast? We don't have to. Okay. Yeah, I'm just playing great. I thought I was. I'll, I'll go through my new segment that I'm gonna start on the show. Okay. The Test deal it. of the day. Oh. So you can find uh, good deals on video games. Right now, if you have a Steam account, ladies and gentlemen, you can buy Pixel Piracy for $2. And it's an amazing game. If you enjoy games like uh, Terraria, it's made by the same developers. Except this time, it is a pirate-themed game. So it's kind of like uh, Sid Meier's Pirates mixed with Terraria. Because you can build your own boats, Terraria style. But it has a lot of the uh, Sid Meier's pirate things where you have to get a crew, manage your own crew, take over other pirates. Start doing merch, like uh, your merchant stuff where you're trading and all that good stuff. 
It's a great game. You can buy it for two dollars off Steam right now. I think the original price is like ten dollars. So that's my deal of the day. So there you go. Right there, the expert. Oh yes. Oh, what do I need? And oh. if you're a retro gaming fan, it's a very easy game to get into. It has oh, retro pop. graphics. Oh come on. Oh. I do believe the game is sixteen bit. And you can play it with just the keyboard and the mouse. There you go. Simple. It actually looks like a Super Nintendo sprites from like RPG games. I'm gonna die. Come on, everybody. And this is the great part about the game. There's like a, a, a part of the game that just seals the deal. If you can't invest two dollars for this game after I tell you this, I don't know what to tell you. It's but, two uh, bucks. It's two bucks. It's cheaper than a Pepsi in some places. It's not even two dollars. It's a dollar ninety-nine. And then if you play Counter Strike and you know play guns, you can get it for like free after like six hours of gameplay. If you sell all your stuff, like I do. Yeah. I can't believe I made it through that level. So this is the, the selling point, right? Your people actually shit on your pirate ship. If they eat food and they've been there for a while, they'll just, like, drop a deuce right on your pirate ship. So you have to, like, hire crew members and level them up in, in cleaning so they can just uh, take the chunks of food and fling them in the water. If that isn't realism for you, I don't know what is. Yeah, and if you don't do it, your morale goes down on your crew. Well, yeah. So who, who wants to who wants to be around poop? Yeah, that's why they call it a poop deck. I do believe. Yep. That's why Nick is here. Come on! Oh, don't want to die. Come on! Come on! Oh! I, I, uh, they're talking about local arcades in the chat. I don't really have a local arcade. The nearest arcade to me is like a hundred miles Son away. Son of a... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's a Miss Pack machine like 45 minutes away. There you go. So, Sproke, are you going to buy uh, Pixel Piracy for $2? If I get on my computer, it doesn't. It obviously doesn't take much to run it, right? It's, it's a, this is the best part, people. It's a 300 megabyte download. There you go. You could be playing within minutes. Unless In you got, minutes, got, you got dial-up. Unless you got dial-up. An dial amazing computer to enjoy Pixel Piracy for $2. Can't go you can wrong. have the biggest piece of crap Windows XP running machine and it's going to run this game smooth as silk. Smooth as silk. You're going to hear first. I'll probably, next time I'm on Steam, I'll buy it. I don't know as it has multiplayer capabilities. Is, does the sale end? That That's kind of a key Yes, portion. the sale does end. And it no! Dollars. What does that get me? Did that give me anything on Twin Galaxies? Probably not. Oh, 
come on. I thought I was definitely on pace for a million. That gets me seventh place. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I chain smoke like a motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Every week. Cool. Well, is that is that segment going to be every settlement on the screen, Glenn? Yes, it is. Very so cool. Very cool. We will be doing the deal of the day. What you can buy for dirt cheap is really, really good. Yep. So make sure you stay. Because Glenn picks good games. But Glenn only plays good games. Except for the games on Sega Genesis, of course. So. There's only like three good games and I play them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All right. I actually own the three good games on Sega Genesis, which you can buy on Steam. That's true. For a low, low price of under five dollars. That's true too. What, what's the other? I only know of one. There's Shiny Force. Force yeah, one and two. Oh, okay. So you're using the second one, okay? Oh yeah, the second one's better than the first one. The first one's pretty damn good. Hmm. Cool. Well, I think that's kind of it. We're kind of out of stuff. <laughs> um, make sure you guys join us next week or the week after. Uh, make sure um, follow us on Facebook or Twitter or all that good stuff. Uh, for our next broadcast, we don't know if we're going to be on next Friday or the following Friday. All depends on the people in, um, over there in ba not Banning. I want to call it Banning, California just because I went there once. But uh, so uh, make sure you stay tuned to that, or watch James, uh, watch Jace Hall next week too. So uh, thank you for all for joining us and uh, for my co-host Glenn. Make sure you guys settle on the screen. Have a good night. Good night, gentlemen. Good night. <laughs>